Friday, December 10th. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Remember, our goal at One Rental at a Time is to make everyone just a little bit better every day. And ultimately, we are looking to help 1 million people close on a deal. Yes, that is now a lifetime goal of mine. Started with this challenge of 500, which we will absolutely complete. Thank you all for your feedback. Uh, we have another congratulations to send out. I'm going to say it's Journeal. Hopefully, I got that close to correct. Uh, your card will be going out in the mail today. So thank you very much for this, folks. If I do anything on one rental at a time, book, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is, and it helps you close a deal, I want to hear about it. I want to send you a card. I want to have you be one of the first 500. And then we will just roll right into the million challenge. We will keep moving forward. I want to let you know about a very special video that will launch today at 4 o'clock Pacific uh, it is one that all of you will want to watch. I actually was lucky enough to speak with Mrs. or Miss Lumberjack. Yes, if you've been following my channel, you know Matt the Lumberjack and I talk a couple of times a week. Yesterday evening, I was able to interview Mrs. Lumberjack and really understand the journey from her perspective. And as you will hear in that video, she was not on board in the beginning. You will hear about how Matt was able to uh, talk it into existence and lots of other things. It was such a great conversation. Ashley is such a wonderful individual. Trust me when I say you will love that 30-minute interview. Again, 4 o'clock Pacific, uh, it will go out. You will want to set your clock and check that one out. Ashley, thank you very much for doing it. Matt, thank you very much for the opportunity uh, to speak with Ashley. It was a great conversation. Uh, a couple of things. Obviously, today we have to talk about the most important number. The most important number of the week was inflation, specifically CPI, Consumer Price Index. And I don't know what to say. When is 6.8% good news? Yes, folk, I think, I think the market is reacting to 6.8% being good news. How can that be? Well, I think the whisper number right? The number that people were afraid of was much higher. Uh, I think many people were like myself expecting 7-1. And then after President Biden came out, I actually raised it to 7-3. Some people were calling for 8%. But yes, it came in at 6.8%. It is still the highest since June of 1982. If you know anything about the 80s, that sh should send shivers down your spine. Headline number X Food X Energy was 4.9%. Uh, but yes, 6.8% is, I, it feels weird to say. 6.8% was the worst since 1982, and yet the market sees it as good news because it wasn't as bad as it could have been. That's weird, right? That's just weird. So in the end, what we are seeing in the inflation number is finally what you would expect. A lot of the last year, people have been talking about lumber or used cars, airline tickets, things of that nature. Now what you have is the three largest components of 6.8% inflation. Food, up 6.1%. Energy, up 33.3%. And finally, shelter. Shelter has started to move. Uh, it is now up 3.8%, but frankly, still a joke. If you've been following this channel for any length of time, 
you know that national averages for apartments is 13.6%, I believe, and houses are above that. So this housing number has nothing to do but go up from here. The question we will hear from the Fed next week, because there is a Fed meeting, is how fast they will start tapering. I think they double or maybe triple what they're doing. They want to get to a position where they can raise rates uh, before the summer of next year. You will likely hear topic over the weekend about inflation moderating. It just means it's not going up as fast. Think housing prices. Housing prices for last month went up, I want to say, 14%, maybe 13%. People are like, yes, finally, they are going up less fast. Huh? Right? Sometimes that's considered a win. So pay attention. Inflation is bad. It is hurting everyone. Everyone feels this. Uh, but yeah, food, energy, and shelter, 6.8%, worse since 1982. We will see what happens next month. It's, um, it's not a pretty picture out there. It is, it, is, it is changing consumer behavior. And one of the things we learned way back when, when I studied economics, was inflation is only a problem. Only, like underscore, big letters, when it changes behavior. When consumers change behavior, that is when inflation becomes a problem. And what we are seeing now is at least 25 to 33% of folks, mostly on the lower side of the income scale, are already changing behavior. They're driving less. They're switching you know, from beef to chicken. They're, they're making these choices. So inflation is a problem. And frankly, it is a worldwide problem. We talked about China's vegetables. Uh, we're up, what, 30%? Last, last week. So this is, not, this is not a U.S. This is a worldwide problem. So yes, it is going on. Uh, we got some earnings announcements out uh, yesterday evening and a couple this morning. Chewy, online pets. If you follow my channel, you know I'm a big dog lover. In fact, they're behind me sleeping right now. Uh, they hit top. They hit the revenue number, but missed the bottom, right? Revenue, income. Uh, they blame higher labor costs and supply chain issues, kind of uh, on repeat. Uh, Lululemon beat top and bottom, so hit revenue, beat revenue, beat earnings, but warned of virus hurting demand and potential supply chain issues. Doesn't seem like it's getting better out there. Costco beat top and bottom, and they have successfully mitigated a lot of the supply chain issues. I suspect Costco is like Walmart, like Amazon, where they are uh, leasing their own ships. Uh, Oracle uh, beat top and bottom. Uh, they also announced a $10 billion stock repurchase. Folks, when, com when software companies buy back stock, it really means they can't find anything else out there to buy, right? Oracle, if you know their history, not afraid to buy other companies to add to their portfolio. To me, that's just a sign that all this other tech is really, really expensive. And then there's a company called American Outdoor Brands. Never followed them. Don't know anything about them. But they missed top and bottom. The reason I'm talking about them today is they had a very odd excuse. They actually said customers bought early. I'm guessing they're saying customers bought last quarter and thus they didn't need to buy again. Yeah, I don't know. Seemed kind of weird to me, but that that's a new excuse. Uh, I, I, I don't remember ever hearing that one. My customers bought early. Really? That's kind of weird. 
Uh, we got official defaults going on in China. Yes, folks, China default uh, at Evergrande and, little side note, Kesha. Uh, both are in default. Rating agencies, once again, are slow off the slow to kind of call it a default with Fitch ratings being the only one to flag both companies as in default. Uh, Moody's and the like are like, I don't know, they're going to wait till Monday maybe, I don't know. Uh, but if you know the uh, Great Recession and the rating agencies, they didn't have a great uh, track record heading into that. But yes, Evergrande is in default. And again, folks, this is this is not about the debt structure. Yes, Evergrande has $330 billion in debt, all of that stuff, over-leveraged, all those bad things. But this is a consumer problem. Evergrande builds apartments that people buy. People have stopped buying. In fact, very soon I suspect they will become net sellers. And what happens is pricing uh, gets reset. Uh, 40 years of believing that owning an apartment is your path to wealth. They don't have pensions and the like. That is cracked. I think it is cracked substantially. We shall see in the next six months. But yeah, the China economic collapse is still... It's like you ever see those dominoes that you just hit and they just keep falling and falling and falling and falling? That's what we are unfortunately watching. And again, I believe it all starts with the consumer... And when the consumer stops buying, the cash flow statement dries up. You can't make payroll. You can't make debt. You can't pay suppliers. The property market makes up 25% of China's economy, roughly. They could have a recession. They really could. They really could. So lots of folks are out talking about a crash and all of this stuff coming next year. You've got Robert Kiyosaki, Michael Burry, Jerry Grantham, um, Lots of people that have track records. I do find it interesting, right? This is kind of crash on repeat. I don't like hearing from folks that are cra calling a crash every couple of years. It kind of makes me, it's like, yeah, you're eventually going to be right kind of thing. But it is It is pretty interesting because I'm, I'm, I did hear some folks talk about the roaring 20s coming back and like the economy is super strong and here we go again. I don't see it. But uh, yeah, next year is next year is going to be interesting. Next year is going to be interesting. So pretty interesting. I got some questions about what causes inflation. So let me try to give a very simple example and let me know what you think of this. Inflation, as you know, means higher prices, right? Essentially. Really what it boils down to is too much money chasing too few goods. So simply speaking, if you rewind the clock to 2019 and think about us making 100 widgets, 100 widgets, then in 2020, so we made 100 widget and let's say there was $10 million in the economy, right? Just for some round numbers. 2019, 100 widgets, 10 million bucks. That was our economy. Then you fast forward to 2020 and we take the $100 million and we double it to $200 million we still have 100 widgets, but by the end of the year, we don't have 100 widgets. We have 80 widgets, but now we have $200 million. Guess what happens to those 80 widgets? They inflate in price because all of this money is kind of chasing that. And then you add on top of that media talking about shortages and you're not Santa Claus, not giving kids Christmas and all of these things. That is what we are seeing this quarter is we are seeing people burn their savings, get the holiday season going. And here we go. This is what inflation looks like. So 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see how much farther this goes. I think we've got several quarters to go because wage inflation is just started. Rent is just started. It is going to be uncomfortable. And again, I said, I think on Wednesday or Tuesday, Jerome Powell needs to channel Paul Volcker. He needs to get ahead of this. I do think he needs to cause a recession to kind of break the uh, inflation cycle. I do not think he has the cojones to do that, but we shall see. And then finally, what I want to do, I want to ask, I want to suggest that as you have Christmas holidays, you're talking with your kids, I would love you to talk about money. We need to talk about money more. Some, some topics you might want to talk about is the difference between income and discretionary income. Simply said, a lot of you talk about, hey, I make 40 grand a year. Yeah, okay. But what about taxes? What about rent? What about food? What about car? What about this? What about that? How much is left over? Let's talk about discretionary income. I think we need to stop talking about price. We need to talk about hours. That thing does not cost you $1,000. It costs you 40 hours, right? We got to turn things into time. Another great topic is what is the total monthly expenses? It is still funny that not a lot of people know that. A lot of people guess, Michael, I think my monthly expenses are four grand or five grand or two grand. Get the exact number. It shouldn't be that hard. Go look at your bank account, your debit card, whatever it is. Talk about interest. You either pay interest or get paid interest. I call it yield in my course, right? You want to know how hard your money is working? That is a great conversation to have. Again, talk about inflation. We gave you the number today, 6.8% highest since 1982. Talk about how you can use inflation or how inflation is a tax. And then finally, a fun conversation is, hey, what would we do with an extra $1,000 a month? Is $1,000 a month pay down bills? Is it stack for savings? Is it the income snowball? All of those things. Folks, do yourself a favor. Holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, talk about money. We have to take it out of the, out of the darkness into the light. Talk about money. Be vulnerable. Let's just go. Have a wonderful day. Uh, I believe I'm speaking with Stephen Dow at 8. We talked to Lumberjack at 9 uh, and Ty at 10. So busy day here at One Rental at a Time. Remember, we are trying to help a million people close deals. If you can help me do that, you find something inspirational on the channel, share it, tag it, take book selfies, take selfies of these cards. Let's get people to go, what is this one rental at a time guy? What is this one rental at a time story? I need your help every single day. We can do this together. Let's help a million people. Bye.